This is Live Tracks on KDRT in Davis. Future's gotta take 
This is Live Tracks on KDRT 95.7 on your FM dial, kdrt.org. For all the folks tuning in around the world, welcome. It's a fine evening out here. Sun is starting to release its grip on us. I listen to a radio station out of San Francisco sometimes. I get a chuckle out of their weather reports. They describe things like, well, the one that's coming up for this week, coming up. So, oh, it's perfect weather, really pleasant on the coast in the 60s, maybe a little fog, clouds, uh, 70s uh, in San Francisco, blah, 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 and maybe into the 80s inland. And then there's us. <laughs> oh, goodness. When I was a kid growing up, Watching the weather, I learned early on that San Francisco, I mean San Jose, we lived near there, uh, that it was about 15 degrees cooler than Sacramento. And I remember saying to whoever was in the room, why would anyone live in Sacramento? You know, be 80 degrees down there and fine, go outside, do whatever you want to do. Days are long. Yeah, it was a groovy thing. <laughs> and up in Sacramento, people are like either taking long vacations if they can afford it or organize it, <laughs> or they're holed up indoors. Well, enough of that. Anyway, it's okay. We're all rugged, tough veterans. I'm probably being listened to by people <laughs> that wish it would only be in the 90s. So there you go. Muddy Waiters, I think I said that, but uh, anyway, that was them. Sean Feeder on uh, main vocals, lead vocals there, from 14th of October 2018 over at Robin's Nest here in Davis, California. For those in the know, there's Robin's Nest. And actually, coming up in September over at... Robin's Nest will be Webster Walton Edwards. I've got a song of theirs lined up to play later on this show. Um, yeah, it's, it's standard bill of fare. I think you'll find I've got some pretty nice songs to listen to. I've been enjoying the full moon at night and the warm days, and I'm feeling kind of chill, so I think the music will probably reflect that. I do want to comment on one current event, and that was <laughs> oh, our former president, he who shall not be named, being deposed for five hours by the district attorney of the state of New York. 
For five hours, he took the fifth. <laughs> it's a glorious thing. It, it doesn't go far enough, but it could be a, a prelude. It could be the opening act, so to speak. This is KDRT, Davis, California. A pool table, don't you understand? Friend, either you're closing your eyes to a situation you do not wish to acknowledge, or you are not aware of the caliber of disaster indicated by the presence of a pool table in your community. Well, you got trouble, my friend. Right here, I say trouble right here in River City. Why, sure, I'm a billiard player, certainly mighty proud to say I'm always mighty proud to say it. I consider that the hours I spend with a cue in my hand are golden. Help you cultivate horse sense and a cool head and a keen eye. Did you ever take and try to find an ironclad lead for yourself from a three-rail billiard shot? But just as I say, it takes judgment, brains, and maturity to score in a balk line game. I say that any boo can take and shove a ball in a pocket. And I call that sloth the first big step on the road to the depths of degradé. I say first, medicinal wine from a teaspoon, then beer from a bottle. And the next thing you know, your son is playing for money in a pinchback suit. And listening to some big out-of-town Jasper, hearing him tell about horse race gambling. Not a wholesome trotting race, no, but a race where they sit down right on a horse. Like to see some stuck-up jockey boy sitting on Dan Patch, make your blood boil, well, I should say. Now, friends, let me tell you what I mean. You got one, two, three, four, five, six pockets in a table. Pockets that mark the difference between a gentleman and a bum with a capital B, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. And all week long, your River City youth will be frittering away. I say your young men will be frittering. Frittering away their noontime, suppertime, chore time, too. Get the ball in the pocket. Never mind getting dandelions pulled or the screen door patched or the beefsteak pounded. Never mind pumping any water till your parents are caught with the cistern empty on a Saturday night, and that's trouble. Yes, you got lots and lots of trouble. I'm thinking of the kids in the knickerbocker, shirt-tailed young ones, peeking in the pool hall window after school. You got trouble. Folks right here in River City, Trouble with a capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. Now I know all you folks are the right kind of parents. I'm going to be perfectly frank. Would you like to know what kind of conversation goes on while they're loafing around that hall? They'll be trying out Bevo, trying out Cubeb, trying out tailor-made like cigarette fiends, and bragging all about how they're going to cover up a telltale breath with sense and one fine night. They leave the pool hall, heading for the dance at the armory. Libertine men and scarlet women and ragtime, shameless music that'll grab your son, your daughter, with the arms of the jungle, animal instinct, masteria. Friends, the idle brain is the devil's playground. Trouble, oh, trouble. right here in River City. Right with a capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. That stands for pool. We've surely got trouble. We've surely got trouble. Right here in River City. Right here. Gotta figure out a way to keep the young ones moral after school. Mothers of River City, heed that warning before it's too late. Watch for the telltale signs of corruption. The minute your son leaves the house, does he rebuckle his knickerbuckers below the knee? Is there a nicotine stain on his index finger? A dime novel hidden in the corn crib? Is he starting to memorize jokes from Captain Billy's whiz bag? Are certain words creeping into his conversation? Words like, swell, and so's your old man. Well, if so, my friends, you got trouble. Oh, we got trouble. Right here in River City. Right here in River City. With a capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. We've surely got trouble. We've surely got trouble. Right here in River City. Right here. Remember the main Plymouth Rock and the Golden Rule. Oh, we got trouble. We're in terrible, terrible trouble. That game with the 15 numbered balls is a devil's tool. Oh, yes, we got trouble, trouble, trouble. Oh, yes, we got trouble. 
the walls are closing in Then you close the door The ceiling's falling in On a slippery floor yourself
KDRT in Davis. That was Eric Hovey out of Fort Dodge, Iowa. With a song that he wrote, Ball and Chain. Before that, Robert Preston from the long-time running Broadway musical, The Music Man. Robert Preston... About 1959 or so, you got trouble. (laughs) And both those songs go out to our not-lamented former man-who-shall-not-be-named president. (sighs) Yeah, it feels good. Even if nothing ever really comes of it, damn right it feels good. Just take the fifth for five hours straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we're persecuting him. That's the thing. Big witch hunt. <laughs> you know, this is the same guy I was reading a report fairly recently. He lamented to his chairman of the Joint Chief Staff, says, why can't my generals be loyal like the German generals were to Adolf Hitler? Yeah, the hits just keep coming, don't they? And he was reminded by this same general. He says, well, actually, sir, they tried to kill him three times. Generals did, tried to kill Hitler three times. And his reply, the man who shall not be named said, no, they didn't. (laughs) Because, after all, the truth is only what rattles around Inside is cavernous cranium. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Right. I'm going to take an off-ramp from this road and go someplace gentle. This is coming up here. A song from the 3rd of September, 2015, and Richie Lawrence down at the Oddfellows Hall. The song's called One for the Poets. One for the Poets. One for the Poets.
what checks dear old Willie say language long gone disappear imagination love and wonder to the poets voices pave our way labored lines with little pain mindful crossing striking kindly to the poets so much all right uh, ah, I just love this song I just love it it's uh, I always I always loved it it's a, it's really old um, <coughs> let's see. 
There's a lovely bud of beauty whom I long to call my bride. And my heart's never happy less my baby's by my side. Her proper name is Rosie, but she puts the rose to shame. And most any night you'll hear, hear me call her name. Rosie, you are my posy. You are my heart bouquet. Come out here in the moonlight. There's some fine sweet things I long to say. about your roses and your sweet forget-me-nots but this little girl named Rosie's got me Johnny on the spot there's a highfalutin flower with a fine high-sounding name but my blushing Rosie puts them all to shame Rosie you are my posy you are my heart's bouquet, my heart's bouquet. Come out here in the moonlight. There's some fine sweet things I long to say. I long to, Rosie. Those ruby lips to greet. Don't be. I've been all around, up and down the town, looking for love, special kind of love. Maybe you and me and all the world can see you're a special one, the one I'm dreaming of.
Been around the world, Tulsa, California, Paris, Texas, North and South Dakota. Maybe you and me and all the world can see you're a special one, the one I'm aiming at. Not that I'm so alone. Laptop, cell phone, and television. This is my home, me and my phone. Travel up in space, there's a lot of space. Miss the human race, it's pretty quiet there. Maybe you and me and all the world can see you're a special one, the one I'm dreaming of. You could use a friend, someone to talk to. Then we could spend time, me and you. I've been all around, up and down the town, looking for love, a special kind of love. Maybe you and me and all the world can see you're a special one, the one I'm dreaming of. One for the Poets started out that set of music. Richie Lawrence with his band. And after that, you heard Meredith Axelrod, who has appeared at the Odd Fellows Hall a couple, three times. And this particular time, she began the show by mentioning that she had had a bad cold. She'd been on tour, and she actually had been running a fever. So when she got down there that day, she had laryngitis in the morning, but evidently when she sang, she felt as if she could get the notes out a little bit. But you can hear her kind of coughing a little bit, but I found it to be a sort of very poignant kind of a cute effort. And not only that, but she's just got a wonderful stage presence. That was her singing an old song from way back, Rosie. 4th February 2016, she was down there. She was on the same bill as Keith Carey and Robert Armstrong, who played along in a couple of songs and 
sat in, things like that. Finished up with an, another one from Richie Lawrence. Baby, you and me. I've got a couple little bits of interest here before I go back to the music. I'm sure that you, most of you all heard about how uh, we had had a, a, a day that was a little bit shorter. On the 29th of June, midnight arrived 1.59 milliseconds sooner than expected. Okay? Well, <laughs> you know, that just doesn't really get the old wow meter moving very much. So I, in my fashion for doing things and digging around, I thought, well, <laughs> let's see if there's anything else interesting about this whole seconds and clocks and all that. How many seconds do you suppose make up a 24-hour day? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. 86,400 seconds make up 24 hours. So we were 1.59 milliseconds short of one second. <laughs> yeah. So when somebody says, I'll be just a minute, what they really mean is 60 seconds. Percentage-wise, though, still very, very small amount. But... Here, get this. Over the longer term, the Earth is actually spinning more slowly than it used to. If we were to go back 1.4 billion, B, billion with a B, boy, billion, years, a day would pass in less than 19 hours. Less than 19 hours for, for a day. Well, I guess, you know, what you going to do? It's like the earth's covered with molten rock and yeah. It's not like there's a whole lot to do. <clears throat> I came across this the other day. We're heading in the fall to more elections. Down in Chapin, South Carolina, a deadline to qualify for an open seat on a South Carolina town's council ended without any candidates filing to have their names placed on the ballot. September 13th, they're having a special election that's going to replace the outgoing councilwoman Kay Hollis, who resigned from the five-person town council last month. This is from July 30th. Presumably there will be somebody to vote for on the on the ballot. Otherwise, I would think printing costs on the ballot would be fairly low. And then here's a pure oddity thing, and then I'm going back to the music. This has just caught my, made me chuckle. Person writes, long story short, I lost a jacket at a roller rink when I was in third grade. I had a lucky rabbit foot in the pocket that I bought at the skate shop inside. Months later, my mother, who was adopted, found her birth mother and her half-sister. 
the first time I went to my newly found aunt's house, she said she had a jacket that might fit me. It was my jacket, rabbit foot, still in the pocket. I know. That's pretty weird. I might have to put this up on the wall. You listening, Sarah? Maybe you can find a place for it. That's pretty weird. This is KDRT in Davis, California.
City. Thank you so much. All right. That you heard there was Banana on vocals and the Barry Melton band. It was part of a fundraiser event down at the Odd Fellows, 11th of July, 2015. And playing in the group that evening, Dave Aguilar on guitar, Roy Blumenfeld on drums, Peter Albin on bass, and Banana's name is Lowell Levenger. And he was on keys and guitar, and then, of course, you had Barry Melton also on guitar there. Quite the star-studded lineup of musicians. Between the five of them, I think they probably had... I'm going to just go out on a limb and say somewhere around 250 years, combined years of musical experience. (sighs) So there you go. What was I going to mention? Yeah. I think what I'm going to do here after I come back from this next song is I'm going to go to This Day in Beatles History. And then I've got kind of a nice, long, lazy, psychedelic sort of set of music that I'm going to string together that'll go for a little while. So I'm going to get this done. But this song I wanted to talk about before I I play it. The song that I have coming up has... Uh, Gary, Gary Lee Yoder on it, and it's the last song that I recorded of him uh, before he passed away. He lived for a couple years, I want to say maybe even three years after this recording. This one was done, that you'll be hearing, it was done in uh, 2017, in September of 2017. But uh, it's a song that he wrote and he was, of course, a longtime citizen of Davis, grew up here, uh, starred on the men's high school basketball team, won a championship, 1962. You'll find him over there in the Athletic Hall of Fame. New Bill Graham down there in San Francisco, and, and um, the members of the Grateful Dead used to just chat with Jerry Garcia in fact, he watched Janis Joplin from the side of the stage chatting with Jerry Garcia. Um, man had a, a long and, and different life. I don't pretend to know everything about him. But um, anyway, he passed away about this time of year, a couple of years back, I'm wanting to say. And because of the virus and all that stuff, uh, it was kind of difficult to, to do a proper thing. I think about a year ago, there was a some kind of a get-together ceremony in, in memoriam for Gary. Anyway, this, uh, that's the introduction for what I'm going to play right now. So Gary Lee Yoder with the Davis All-Star Band. I used to play all the time at the Avalon Ballroom for the family dog and... Uh and for Bill Graham at the Fillmore, and we played with the dead a lot, and uh, I wrote it back then, but uh, it's called By the Light of the Moon.
This is KDRT. By the Light of the Moon, Gary Lee Yoder. 7th of September, 2017. Rest in peace. Well, I believe it's time for this week and, or no, this day. This day in Beatles history. All right. Well, okay. 
get my head wrapped around this here. Sometimes I just get drawn into the music. And <laughs> when I come out of the music, I think, okay, I was going to do something. <laughs> so I'll just soldier on. I think I had something planned for background music, but it'll have to wait until next week or whatever. Right. Okay. This day in Beatles history, we're talking about August 11th, through the years. 1961, performance at night at the Cavern Club in Liverpool. They played a lot at the Cavern Club in 1960 and 61. And they, in 1963, part of their constant touring, practically, of England and Scotland and Wales and most presumably Ireland also, but they played at the ABC Theater in Blackpool. 1964 would have found them recording what turned out to be the first song for the future album, Beatles for sale. They were in Studio 2 from 7 o'clock until 11 o'clock. The song is Babies in Black. And George Martin was there producing the engineer at this time. 64 was Norman Smith. Ron Pender sat in as the second engineer. And the same day that they were doing this, 1964, A Hard Day's Night film made its New York premiere. In 1965, you found the song Help as a single, number one for the third week in the United Kingdom. 1966, the Beatles arrived at Logan Airport in Boston. A number of people on hand to receive them. Um... Then they flew from Logan Airport to O'Hare Airport in Chicago. There were more people there. Um, and the evening, they held a press conference at the hotel in which John had a lot of explaining to do because of a Maureen Cleave article that was written on his viewpoints on Christianity. 1969 in Studio 3 in the control room. They were doing some mixing down of different songs, such as I Want You, She's So Heavy, Oh Darling, Here Comes the Sun, and etc. Also, it says in 1969, John and Yoko moved to the house they called Tittenhurst, T-I-T-T-E-N, H-U-R-S-T. And that's about it for this day in Beatles history, except Ringo in 1989 was still playing in New Jersey, concert in Holmdale. And Bruce Springsteen joined him on stage for four songs. I wonder if there's a recording of that anywhere. That's this day in Beatles history. But, I mentioned the fact that uh, there was a kerfuffle going on, and I'm sure most everybody out there knows that John 
was misquoted in a controversial fashion, which caused all kinds of problems here in the United States, especially in the Deep South, where the religious fervor tended to be right on the surface. So there were record burnings and book burnings and all the other things that come with people acting out. So what I'm going to do is just as briefly as I can, I'm going to cover some of this. I won't have to cover it again (laughs) next year. John's comment to Maureen Cleave, who's a friend of his, and she wrote for the London Evening Standard, he said, Christianity will go. It will vanish and shrink. I needn't argue about that. I am right, and I will be proved right. We're more popular than Jesus now. I don't know which will go first, rock and roll or Christianity. Jesus was all right, but his disciples were thick and ordinary. It's them twisting it that ruins it for me. Well, in America, that got turned into, John says the Beatles are bigger than Jesus. So some of the better citizen folk, like the Klan turned out, did all kinds of nasty things. And following now are some comments from this day, August 11th in Chicago, and an interview that the Beatles had John says, quote, if I had said television is more popular than Jesus, I might have got away with it. You know, but as I just happened to be talking to a friend, I used the word Beatles as a remote thing. I just said they are having more influence on kids and things than anything else, including Jesus. But I said it in that way, which is the wrong way. Yap, yap. And the question was asked, some teenagers have repeated your statements. I like the Beatles more than Jesus Christ. What do you think about that? He replies, well, originally I was pointing out that fact in reference to England, that we meant more to kids than Jesus did or religion at that time. I'm not saying that we're better or greater or comparing us with Jesus Christ as a person or God as a thing or whatever it is, you know. I just said what I said, and it was wrong, or was taken wrong, and now it's all this. The question was asked, what do you think about the record burnings here in the United States? Paul replies, well, I think it's a bit silly. Seems a bit like a publicity stunt on their part, you know. I think they're not going to gain anything by doing that. And the question's asked, is this an attempt to raise your flagging popularity? John says, I could think of a much easier way. (laughs) The question's asked, are you sorry you said it? And John says, I am, yes, you know. Even though I never meant what people think I meant by it, I'm still sorry I opened my mouth. And the question's asked, are you concerned that your image may be changing and diminished in the eyes of the kids? George replied, we change all the time, really, our style. Ringo says, I mean, we look different every time we come to America. If you look at the old photographs, we never keep to a strict fashion. So now the interview, for a moment at least, turns to be more like a typical Beatles interview. Do you chaps want to go into short hair? 
Ringo says, no, I don't like short hair, you know. <laughs> and let's see. I think I'll just skip right to the end. The question's asked specifically to George Harrison. What was your reaction to what John said and the reaction to what he said? And George's reply... was essentially, well, in the context that it was meant, it was the fact that Christianity is declining. And everybody knows about that, and that was the fact that was trying to be made. So he's asked, do you agree with it? And he says, I do agree. I agree that it's on the wane. So that is enough of that. KDRT in Davis. Oh dear, what can I do? Baby's in black and I'm feeling blue. Tell me, oh, what can I do? She thinks of him and so she dresses in black. And though he'll never come back, she's dressed in black. in black Oh dear What can I do Baby's in black And I'm feeling blue Tell me oh What can I do Baby's in Black written by Paul McCartney and John Lennon 1964 It was one of the last songs where they actually sat together in the room and recorded, or I mean, wrote the song. They had done this early on, where they would sit there. But as Paul commented, uh, it seems a bit daft to do that. One of, among other things, they were very, very, very busy. But Paul says, if I've got a song and I'm writing it, I'm, why should I wait for John to come over? And John does the same thing. And if I get stuck, then the next time I see John, then we do that. But anyway, this song was one that they make a point of saying that, no, we actually sat there and looked at each other. And 
and wrote it. They didn't seem to be altogether too impressed. It's rather difficult. Came off their Beatles for sale. George Martin made the comment that they looked very, very tired and war-weary was his term, war-weary, since they were traveling so much and playing in all the concerts. 11 or 12 days later, you would have found them over in San Francisco at the Cow Palace, for instance, uh, starting their uh, North American tour in 1964. So that's that. This is KDRT in Davis, California, kdrt.org on the web, 95.7 on your radio. I'm here in a room with a view. Got the lava lamp tuned up. Got the string of lights on the wall. I'm going to be turning out the lamp here real soon. I'm going for it. Hope everybody out there has got a nice, cool recreational beverage choice. Let's go uh, psychedelic for a while. You know what I mean? Let's kind of chill. Put your feet up, dog or cat, whatever. You know the drill.
Turn the forest of night into a park where we can play. Walk you in flowers, dress you in jade. Turn back a bad trip, make it yesterday. Summer hadn't healed and held its breath too long The winter looked the same as if it never had gone And through an open window where no curtain hung I saw you I saw you Coming back to me One begins to read between the pages of a look The shape of sleepy music and suddenly you're hooked Through the rain upon the trees that kisses on the run I saw you I saw you 
Jefferson Airplane gets you there on time. Fly Jefferson Airplane gets you there on time. We're traveling at an altitude of 35,000 
asked me to stay and she told me to sit anywhere So I looked around and told her there wasn't a chance
The Thank you. We pick on them all the time. Thank you. Thank you. We are the Muddy Waiters. Sean Feeder, Lap Steel. Since she was a girl There's something peculiar about that side I swear she's out of this world She's out of this world She's the most colorful woman I've ever known She looks good in black and white And if you think I'm crazy you're not alone, but I'm out of my mind when she's out of sight. She's out of sight. Sally's got a fear of flying. She can't get off the ground. But Sally, she keeps on trying. Sally, the girl is heaven bound. The girl is heaven
But it's all pink and gold on the other side And what I can't see is just out of sight She's out of sight Sally's got a fear of flying She can't get off the ground Sally, she keeps on trying to say The girl is heaven bound Sally's got a fear of flying She can't get but there ain't no use in denying, Sally. The girl is heaven bound. The girl is heaven bound. Heaven bound. She's all right. Webster Walton Edwards with that song, finishing that set of music, Sally. Started out that set with Welcome to the Machine, Pink Floyd, from their album. Um, Wish You Were Here. Yes. Followed that up with a song from Barry Melton from back in the day. Coming Back to Me, Jefferson Airplane. Fat Angel with the Davis Odd Stars, Richard Urbino there on vocals, and Kurt Rogley on the psychedelic guitar and Norwegian Wood with the Muddy Waiters. This is KDRT in Davis, California, and I've got one more song from the Muddy Waiters that I'm going to go out with this evening. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. It's been a fast two hours, for me anyway. I'll send you off with this little thought from history. During a 1720 financial crisis, the British Parliament debated a resolution for bankers to be sown in sacks with snakes and dumped in the Thames River. (laughs) I don't know. There you go. I don't know where these come from. This has been Live Tracks on KDRT in Davis, California. Wish everyone a good rest of your week and life. Peace. Mm-hmm.